This program is an experiment, an exploration. It's been put together with enormous enthusiasm and equipment designed for other purposes. The basis of it is an unlimited supply of magnetic tape, recording machine, and a group of technicians who think nothing is too much trouble provided it works. Commencing, we're all celebrity invasion sequence. Three, two, one. Hit me with those laser beams. It's Warehouse 11. We're back yet. It's your boys. Again, episode number 91. And we've got several festival lineups to talk about this episode. Plus, I will recap my time at Skyline Festival, which now feels like it was months ago, but it was just basically last month. And I think Clayton is headed to a festival himself in the next few days. Yes, so sir. we'll talk about that. But first. Uh, let's get things kicked off. This is a somewhat new track from AC Slater and one half of Anti Up, Chris Lorenzo. The song is called Fly With Us on Warehouse 11. Yeah. Hey. 
also love Inside Peace. Brand new stuff from them. Don't keep me waiting. Uh, this is a radio show where we play all of our favorite house and some techno music. And, and we have some witty banter and many ha-has along the way. So we'll try to provide that over the next, well, now 50 minutes or so. Uh, well, I forgot to mention, my name is Kent. Oh, my name is Clayton. And uh, if you would like, you can also listen to the podcast version of this show at warehouse11.com. And it airs live on EF Radio Thursday nights at 10 o'clock East or West Daylight Time. Don't be confused about standard time because we don't deal with that. We don't. Only daylight time up in here. Daylight time. Only. So there's actually a big debate about whether we should just get rid of this back and forth thing. This happens every year. I know. And apparently there's actually legislation introduced. It passed the Senate. But uh, I did opposition in the house. But I did come uh, across an article that says apparently we have attempted this in the past. Oh, really? Like this isn't the first time the U.S. had this bright idea, and it failed miserably. <laughs> so then they decided to bring it back. One of the reasons was it's too dark in the morning, and so kids are like walking to school and getting hit by yeah, cars. And that's stuff, what my so. mom was saying. We yeah. had this debate, and she's like, "Think of the children." I was like, "Man, yeah. I don't care about this." Also, kids. I don't. I mean. I don't go to work at 8 o'clock in the morning, but if I did, I would be upset that it was pitch dark. Yeah. That would be pretty depressing to me. But anyway, who knows? It'll probably, you know, we'll just, like every other year, we'll just ponder this and then nothing will actually happen. Uh, We've got several new tracks that are coming out in the next few weeks from Chris Lake and Clooney. We were just talking about that off air, so... We don't have either of those to share with you right now, unfortunately. We but just want, we just like to talk about it. You'll definitely, hear it later. Uh, but be sure to keep your eyes open for that. Chris and Fisher announced a big show, basically a, a rehash of a show in Arizona. I believe they're still calling it under construction. It's under construction still. Yeah, glad they're still hanging on to that moniker. Uh, so that's Memorial Day weekend. At first, I looked at the dates and I thought, oh crap, it's EDC weekend. That means neither of them are going to do that, but it's actually the weekend after that. So my fears. You know, were... I saw, so I saw the announcement and I was like, ah, I'm not as excited because it doesn't appear they're doing a four or five hour set. Are there, there's, there's, there's like, there's artists, like yeah. three or four supporting artists. I'm pretty sure. Well, maybe like, it's oh. like an eight hour show. Maybe that'd be It's like amazing. a full mini festival or something. Who knows? Uh, so I'll tell you a little bit about Skyline Festival, which happened at the end of February in LA it was uh, the first time they've done it on the West Coast. They've done this in Orlando uh, last Memorial Day weekend, and it is happening in Orlando again, also on Memorial Day weekend. They haven't announced the lineup for that one yet, but, I mean, the L.A. lineup was just everything anyone could Stacked. ever want in a house and techno yeah. festival event. So, it was interesting location for this. It was, I mean, in the heart of downtown Los Angeles yeah, and one of those places where I wasn't quite sure if my car was still going to be there when oh, I geez. came back uh, but it was luckily um, it was a little nervous the entire time I was at the show um, but it was it was uh, I was trying to estimate maybe how many people were in the venue I, and people I was with were wondering the same thing I had to guess maybe 
20k, something like that. It and, looked and, really crowded. Yeah, it was very dense. So with with especially with only two stages and everybody's kind of going back and forth, it was just people were packed in there. But you know, I wasn't in the rave scene when it was sort of you know underground per se. Uh, but it this is probably as close to an insomniac event that we will see in that type of setting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pa- Pasquale even said, you know, it kind of brought me back to my my roots of the warehouse roots shows in L.A. Um, that was a busy weekend for Insomniac too because they had EDC Mexico. They opened oh, a nightclub right. in San that. Diego called Nova SD, which I don't think we've talked about on the show. Maybe we have. Um, I think we've mentioned it at least. But that's officially open. Um, they're booking some huge, like, ridiculous names for a nightclub. I mean, Vegas-level yeah, artist bookings. Uh, Insomniac is, is now running that. It's in the old Omnia nightclub space in San Diego, which I never um, had a chance to see, but... I thought it was interesting that they decided to, they had to add more dance floor space to it yeah. once Insomniac took over because you know they weren't they weren't doing as much table service and all that kind of stuff. So it's much more of a of the people's nightclub the people's per nightclub. se. Um, but back to Skyline, I thought it was a great event. I thought um, pretty much every artist provided exactly what I was hoping they would. Uh, Green Velvet had a bunch of technical issues during his set, but otherwise, um, I, I definitely discovered more heavy techno artists. Oh, very nice. Than I had before um, that were playing just a lot of filthy, dark, industrial stuff. A lot of, a lot of female techno artists were booked right. on the lineup as well, which which is uh, good to see as well. Um, yeah, I hope that it returns and... I hope that they provide a little bit more info on proper places to park in the future <laughs> and how to get to the venue because I was I, I I was just very confused as to what to do as somebody that was from yeah. out of town and was actually I, I imagine most people were probably just Ubering over, which was kind of a, a mess in itself. Oh, I think that's um, always a mess at festivals. Yeah, I don't think anyone's really figured out how to make that not a horrible, horrible experience. There's just too many people all you know going at the same time. So anyway, it was a great time. I recommend it. Uh, I haven't been to the one in Orlando, but I imagine that uh, the show and vibes are are very similar. Oh. So you can find tickets for that for the Orlando show are on sale now. Links to that are over at electronicmidwest.com. We will talk about some festival lineups in just a bit. Let's hop back to music. This is a new one from Noizu. It's called Mi Corazon, which we believe to mean in Espanol, Warehouse 11. Let me 
It's Warehouse 11, brand new stuff from, well, not brand new, relatively new stuff it's from new Fisher, enough. Palm Beach, Banga, and uh, I have no idea who's doing, there's no featuring on the track, so I don't know who's doing the vocals, and I can tell you that it's not Fisher. Are, but, are you sure? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm definitely sure, but uh, there would be a lot more high-pitched screaming, Ooh! I feel like. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that. Uh, but we'll do some research and figure out who that is. He has a, a new, new track that we'll say for the next episode. But if you, you know, have we're access just, to we're music. Just really behind, guys. I'm yeah, sorry. then you can find that. Uh, festival lineup announcements. There are several. The first um, that's probably most in line with our theme here is Detroit's Movement Festival. That is, we've been talking every every event so far is Memorial Day weekend, including this one. Oh my God. It's the first time this one's back since 2019. The artist list is insane, as it normally is. Um, Adam Bayer, Ardalan, The Blessed Madonna, Chris Lake, Claude Von Stroke, Derek Carter, Dom Dalla, Duck Sauce, Gorgon City, Jeff Mills, John Summit, Justin Martin, Loco Dice, Masio Plex, Maya Jane Coles, Richie Houghton, MK, Seth Troxler, Just Wait, Skrillex. Oh. What? Skrillex. Uh. Soul Clap, Stacey Pullen, Will Clark, and so many more. Also, 999-999-999 is on this lineup as well, so... Are we sure that's not just like a placeholder? Oh, no, that's an artist. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, she, they, whoever they are, has been uh, popping up on several different festivals Ooh, okay. all over. Oh, so I'm, I'm uh, heavy, heavy techno. So nice. look for that one. I have no idea. Skrillex has been hiding a bit. A little bit. Over the last two years. Like, I haven't and really seen. I guess seen... he's been making house music. So. I mean, I don't know. They're, they They do throw in a few. Other, like two chains is also on oh. this lineup, so they do they do throw in a little bit of random stuff here and there, and and probably most of those are the ones that I did not mention. Yeah, yeah. Um, but two in chains. addition to the festival itself, there are a ton of pre parties and after parties and everything else. So Detroit and the surrounding area just kind of become techno house music. Palooza, yeah, for for you know several weeks essentially. Tickets are on sale for that. Pretty good pricing, two twenty nine for a three day GA pass, uh, three forty nine for VIP passes, or you can do single day tickets. They'll start at one hundred nine. Uh, we've got links to all those at electronicmidwest.com. Staying in line with house music festivals, Arc is the next one in Chicago. So we're shifting from the start of summer towards the end of summer. Labor Day weekend is when this one is held. September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. It's expanding to three days for the second annual event. Um, Carl Cox, Adam Bayer, Charlotte DeWitt, Chris Lake, Gorgon City, Get Real, which of course is Von Stroke and Green Velvet, Nora and Pure, Fatboy Slim, Stream, Richie Houghton, Vintage Culture, Wax Motif, Lane 8, Claptone, and again, so many more uh, on that lineup. Tickets are on sale as of last Thursday. I wasn't sure if it was this week. We noted off-air that it's kind of weird that uh, Get Real is performing and not Mm. their singular parts. Like Green Velvet isn't listed, Bonstroke isn't listed. You don't see that very often. I know, for sure. So So that one's in the heart of Chicago at Union Park. I don't know if this is new but it's it says it's 18 
and up. I thought last year it was maybe 21 and up, but I, I may have I just I think been, it was. So that sounds yeah, right. I, I'm, VIP is 21 and up, but it, it looks like general admission is 18 and up. And uh, let's see. Tickets are 279 for a three-day pass for GA or 429 for VIP. And, you know, we've talked about this conflict before, but the biggest issue with this festival is that it goes right up against North Coast Music Festival, which has been happening for, you know, 20 years in Chicago on the same weekend. And so Art kind of just came in last weekend or last year and took over and said, you know, we're going to do a house music festival this day. So North Coast, the day after the lineup announced for ARC decided to put out their phase two list and it is not by any means a house and techno only festival no, there's no, no. all kinds of artists on here so phase two includes Subtronics Maddion Two Friends Boogie T Dirt Monkey Luttrell Midas Rusco William Black Wooly Yato other people that were already announced some pretty big names on this one so I mean as far as like Main stage EDM. This is it. Armin Van Buren, Elenium, Porter Robinson, Fisher, Diplo, Catronada, Seven Lions, Griffin, Jai Wolf, Slander, Chami. So many Dombrowski. Yeah, it's a it's a different vibe. Interestingly, on this one, is Fisher and Chris Lake are trading places this year because (laughs) Fisher played Ark last year and Chris played North Coast, and they're swapping those out so uh tickets are very affordable for north coast though 191 for a three-day general mission oh, pass that's incredible and vip is at 365 um but very very different festivals like it, people ask you know which one they should go to and i just it's very difficult to compare the two um arc is quite small in the middle of the city North Coast is outside the city at a giant arena. Yeah. Um, and tons of space to move around, and you don't have bleed between stages and a super dope chill out dome space. Oh, that was so great. Uh, I don't know if that'll come back this year, but I, I hope it does. It's better. Um, so if you have the, you know, the chance to go, maybe go to both. Spend, spend one day at one and another at the other, and then come back and do the one you like the most for the last day or something. Just like Kent did. I did. Of course, last year, ARC was only two days, so I I couldn't like come back for an additional day, but it's definitely something I would recommend. So there's no shortage of music opportunities in Chicago over Labor Day weekend, by no means. And plus, there's tons of after parties, pre-parties at all the clubs in Chicago proper, after those shows as well. And it was pretty busy last year when we were yeah. pretty well in the middle of a, a pandemic. And right, now, yeah. And now COVID's over, apparently. I so know. it's going to be well, nuts out in, there. In some ways, those two festivals happening, well, for me, it absolutely was, no, the, was the reintroduction yeah. Yeah, absolutely. to the festivals. It was like, oh, we can actually do this mm-hmm. again. Like, this is what it feels like. Okay, we And it almost felt like, we had pressed pause and then just come right back where we left off. Like it wasn't, yep. it wasn't difficult to jump back into that at all. So tickets for all those again, electronic Midwest.com. Let's pop, hop back to music. This is a new one from, uh, I never remember how we say CID or Sid could be either one, uh, alongside Joshua. It's called how we do on warehouse 11.
Warehouse 11, Swedish House Mafia, and it says Sting. Yeah, so that's from uh, that's from Moulin Rouge, the the, the vocal there. Oh, red light. so it's a, it's it's just sampling. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, that's like all the. I was I was like I don't think Kent knows what this is from. I'm no, not, I, I don't think so. But I that's, I, that's okay. I, I think maybe I've heard it before, but I. I didn't connect it and also wasn't listening that closely to pick up on that. I, I guess I was mostly just taken back by the fact that that is what Swedish House Mafia is producing these days. Yeah. Are you sure, Clayton? Are you sure Swedish House Mafia is Warehouse 11 approved? Yeah, I was like, I this mean, I guess is. we'll play it, but uh, I wasn't expecting that. So anyway, in today's episode of Everyone Makes House Music, that is Swedish House Mafia. The song is called Red Light, if you didn't catch up or catch that the first time. This is Warehouse 11. We do this Thursday nights on Electric Force Radio, efradio.com. It's where you can listen to that, 10 o'clock east or west. And if you'd prefer the podcast version, you can find that wherever you listen to podcasts or links to all those are at warehouse11.com. And leave us a review or a, or a positive, like a thumbs up or whatever you got to do on whatever platform you get your podcasts at. It would be really helpful. For sure. And send tips or nudes or whatever you prefer. Or your, or your tips, your that friends' too. tips, whatever. Perfect. We appreciate it. Uh, still talking about festival lineups. Lollapalooza is is a, a, obviously a big lineup that's been highly anticipated. This one's all over the place. Electronic-wise, there's not a ton of house music, but there's some. I'll, I'll, a handful. I will, I will start by saying the only electronic artist that is in big font is Kygo. And this is surprising to me a little bit, considering there's also Cascade and Rez and 
Zoo and I'm other- shocked Rez is not in big font. I I'm think sur- some of the other ones I'm like, eh, you know. I mean Cascade is typically in those larger spots, but well, this is oh, Lala, baby. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Cascade, by the way, as a total aside, before we get back to Lala, just won a lawsuit with Chaos Nightclub in Vegas, the shit show. Oh God! That closed down because he had a, he had a contract to play mm-hmm. X amount of shows, and they just closed the venue. And it's interesting in the court documents, the judge basically said that. Even though all the COVID shutdowns happened in 2020, that was no excuse yeah. for the venue, for the owners to not give Cascade an opportunity to play virtual shows or drive-in shows oh, or any of these wow. other things. Basically saying, like, just because your venue closed doesn't necessarily just release you from the contract that you have with the artists. That is because fascinating. Because the agreement apparently was more so with the owners uh-huh. of the venue and not the venue itself or something like that. So anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Cascade wild. won that. It's like an $8 million you know, ruling or whatever. Who knows how much of that he would actually get paid on. But that news just came out earlier this week, so I thought that was interesting. It makes me wonder what other artists Oh, I mean, are that opens doing. up a whole slew yeah. of things, it's for like, chaos especially. Yeah, how many other people ha- are in the exact same situation? Mm. So, yeah, very interesting. Okay, back to Lollapalooza. Uh, Kygo Cascade, Rez, Zoo, Black Coffee, Duke Dumont, Liquid Stranger, Closey, Bob Moses, MK... Of course, John Summit, his hometown, Gordo, right. Sidepiece, uh, Chris Lorenzo, Jax Jones, LPGOB, uh, Whipped Cream, Abstract, Rekno, Evan Gia, Hannah Wants, and several others. The, um, the non-electronic headliners are Metallica and Dua Lipa. J. Cole. Do a leap of it, yeah. Whatever you say. Uh, I, Lipa. It's lips. It's all about lips. No, it's okay. Lipa. Uh, yeah. it, uh, Green Day. What <laughs> what decade is this? Yeah, um, Doja Cat, Machine Gun Kelly, Lil Baby, and of course Kygo. So Glass so Animals be, so, is on his So team. Ken already has his ticket is what he's saying. Oh, Lord. you! I, I was just thinking about this. I went to Lollapalooza once many years ago, and I don't even know if you could pay me five grand to go back to this festival. I don't know. I guess maybe if it was five grand. But like... When I... I when I drive through Chicago and I see the space it's held at and I yeah. think of the amount of people that are there and I see yeah. the footage I'm like that looks atrocious. Yeah, it's pretty no, it's pretty bad. Sir. It's it and for me it's not even really about the size of the crowd, it's the quality of the crowd yeah. that I just can't yeah. do. It's just nope. Not not for me, but that is okay because there are lots of other festivals to choose from. So this one is July 28th through the 31st. That's their traditional weekend at Grant Park in Chicago. Tickets are also on sale for that one. $350 for a general admission four-day pass or VIP starts at $675. So if you're in a, you know, city-based festivals that end at 10 o'clock and are filled with 18-year-olds, then this is the <laughs> one for you. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> this guy's got strong opinions. People who don't know how to handle their drugs and alcohol and make fun of people who are like in their 30s wearing normal clothing. This is the festival 
for you. Did you have a? Did this happen to you? Did someone no, make fun of your clothing? No, but it did happen to some of my friends. Remember oh, last year, sad. it was posted in like EDM Chicago or one of the groups, oh, and it was some of my, my friends yes. that went to another yes. festival with me, and I was like, I'm just scrolling through looking at this because they, well, they weren't really making fun of them, but they thought they were undercover cops. Uh-huh. They're like, oh yeah, this is really believable, and I was like, I know those people. <laughs> that is just them wearing normal clothes that they would wear. <laughs> you somewhere. saw that and said it could have been me. It absolutely. Anyway, that's Lollapalooza. You won't see us there. At least not this year. No, absolutely not. Let's jump back to music. Here's a new one from Chapter and Verse. Song's called Play By My Rules on Warehouse 11.
it's Warehouse 11, Deborah DeLuca. This one's got Hey Britney. That's the power mix, if you couldn't figure that out from the song itself. That was a track that I discovered at Skyline. And an artist. I mean, I, I had heard of Deborah, but hadn't seen one of her full sets. Deborah, but, <laughs> Not Deborah yeah. DeLuca, just Deb. Deb. Hey, Deb. Deb. Debbie. Really good set tonight, Deb. So, well, we didn't yeah. know that that was song was released. I thought it was no. just a... I, I assumed it was exclusive. something that she just was playing for live audiences, but... Uh, <laughs> great, great one, Deb. Fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, you can listen to that on Spotify or wherever you find your music. Uh, one more festival lineup to talk about in this episode. That's Imagine Music Festival, which is in... Well, it used to be closer to Atlanta. Now it's about 70 miles out in Rome, Georgia, at a venue called Kingston Downs. Which has to be something to do with horse racing because it's. Yeah, it's gotta be. Right? September 15th through the 18th, 2022 is this festival date. This festival has had some problems in the last couple of years. One, in 2020, it was canceled due to COVID 19, of course. And then last year, they had the very unfortunate situation where Hurricane Nicholas came through days before the festival and because they were holding this at the formal last or they were planning to hold this at the former Tomorrow World grounds. Don't do it. I think they realize that this area does not have the proper drainage. (laughs) Just not prepared. So (laughs) let's not relive the nightmare of that situation and let's just cancel the show. So they did literally days before, yeah, really maybe sad. two days before. So anyway, they're moving the festival to Kingston Downs in Rome, Georgia, and the festival lineup just came out. Excision, Grizz, Cascade, Ganja White Knight, Gorgon City, Madion, San Holo, Subtronics, Blunts and Blondes, Boogie T, Dirt Monkey, Borgor, a lot of heavy stuff in here. It's it's a massive lineup. Uh, Dion Timmer, Shibasan, Joyride, Lee Foss, Virtual Riot, a Riot, Barely Alive. Um, they'll have m- tons more added to that. Uh, they do have some stage takeovers planned by Mousetrap Records and Walkin and Ophelia. So I imagine there will be more house artists on the way. And they're doing some daytime pool parties with Cascade and Adventure Club. So, oh, nice. I don't know if they're taking a hint from EDC camping and building pools or something like that, but that's uh, that supposed be to be move. in the list of plans this year. Two $249 for a general admission pass for this one. VIP starts at $479. They do have on site camping available for additional fees. So, this one again, September 15th through the 18th, a little earlier than past years. In uh, you know, seventy miles, hour and a half outside of Atlanta, hot Atlanta, if you will. Uh, last last lineup to give you a teaser for because it's not out yet. It might be by the time you hear this, but EDC Las Vegas is planning to put out their 2022 lineup. We're just sixty days away now from that festival, <laughs> even so though long. it just happened a few months ago in October. Uh, I did see Pasquale post something about shuttles this year and how they are having trouble unsurprisingly finding there's a there's a a shortage of shuttles you know like everything else so they're having to transport shuttles from all over the country into las vegas to in order to meet demand and you know obviously with prices for fuel and everything else it's making everything go 
up, so the price for uh, shuttle passes is going to go up, according to Pasqual, a little bit, but yeah. nothing compared to the amount of additional costs that they're having to pay in general to make sure. shuttles happen. So uh, camping is already sold out for EDC, but regular tickets are available still, uh, which is kind of surprising to me given that we're just two months out. But but, but it also just happened, so I think some yeah. people... And like, I think well, I just went. Why would I go again? Yeah, and if if they are doing, which I'm sure they are, what they uh, did in this past round, opening up so much more space. I mean, it, it probably opens up another fifty thousand tickets or whatever. Yeah. So there's a whole, you know, a whole another group of people that can enjoy that. So as long as you know, new round of COVID doesn't come around and scare everybody away, then EDC Las Vegas should be. Uh, back at its full capacity and like it always has been. Fully operational Raveland. So I think that does it for all of uh, our festival news and recaps from our own festival experiences. Clayton is headed to New Orleans. Going to Buku, baby. Buku Festival, which who are you most interested in seeing on that? Well, it's, it's nice because... My wife isn't really into the rave scene yet. Mm-hmm. She got into the house stage at WW quite a bit, which surprised me. So this is a nice mix. Um, mm-hmm. Porter Robinson and Glass Animals is the reason we're going. But also Dom Dahl is on that lineup. There's a bit of Rez. Um, not not uh, Closey was the other mm-hmm. big one. But, I mean, it's a nice mix of things and another reason to go to New Orleans, you know? Sure. Can't yeah, I, I haven't been to the festival in a while. Again, they had a rough go uh, because of COVID. They, I think, rescheduled and canceled yeah. twice. So there were four different festival dates that they ended up not having. Uh, but this year, as of now, looks to be a go. It's this weekend, right? This weekend. Yeah. We're leaving Thursday night and staying at a uh, family's house on the way. And then we're going to get there Friday, first thing. Yeah. So I'll have a full review for you guys. We're going to break it down. Indeed. Chat Indeed. about it and give it a final grade, if you will. Alrighty, that does it for this week's episode of Warehouse 11. We've got one more track for you, and it is from our mascot, Chris Lake. But it's actually the Clooney remix. So our, our like, mascot understudy, yeah, per se. <laughs> basically. Clooney's really coming up in, in the world for both the industry wide and for us as well. This is a one of Chris's biggest tracks for that sure. yeah. he has yeah. talked about in the past that it was unexpectedly big. Like he didn't really expect it to catch on this much, but it is I think his number one listened to track on Spotify and even people who don't really know who Chris Lake is tend to know, they know this. This they track. Know this is Turn Off the Lights. My name is Kent. And I'm Clayton. This is Warehouse Eleven. We'll catch you next week. Yeah.